This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Are you tired of commuting to a job that makes someone else rich? Working harder than ever, but getting nowhere? With our opportunities, you can start earning money as soon as next week. You get to be the boss, work from home, and live a happier life. Go to freedom350.com right now and change your life today. That's freedom, the number, 350.com, and start earning money as soon as next week. You be the boss. Go to freedom350.com. Today with Jeff, because Stu is once again filling in for uh, Glenn, who is resting his voice and will not be on television until uh, probably about two weeks from tonight. So you can uh, mark that on your calendar. Also, today begins the 40-day challenge, because we're exactly today. This is day one of the 40-day challenge ahead of 828. We're 40 days ahead of 828. Yeah, it's going, it's going by fast. So go to Glenn's Facebook page and uh, find out what he has to say and the challenges that he's making to us all. Uh, today, including reading Romans 12, 1 through 21. You're like, oh, I'm not, I can't read that much of the Bible. <laughs> I, well, then you're probably not going to make it through the 40-day challenge. Oh, wait. The Romans <laughs> yeah. was in the Bible? Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought that was like a separate book. <laughs> no. Romans. One no, like like you were thinking centurions. And Something. Yeah, maybe yeah, some gladiators. It's in the Bible? No, nah, yeah, it's in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, New Testament, <sighs> specifically. Okay. Uh, 888-727-BECK, the family of the gunman. The family of the terrorist, the family of the murderer accused of killing five U.S. service members, uh, they say now that he suffered from depression. Oh, boy. So I, I say let this poor man go. <laughs> let yes. Him go. Let him go. Why he do needs, we continue to persecute him? He needs a little bit of a, I don't even know if he needs a psychiatrist, maybe no. just a psychologist. Right. And just a little, you know, we'll talk. He wasn't, he, see, he also did alcohol and drugs. And so. Because he was self-medicating. Right. That's what happens. That's right. Let him go home. Afraid to get help. You're Let afraid go to go home. out there. This had nothing to do with jihad. <laughs> Let him go home. This is a little mistake he made. Okay, he wasn't feeling good that day. Come Thank on. You. Depression affects tens of millions of people at this point who do not go out and kill five people. But they could. They could. They could. However, they don't. And so I'm thinking this has more to do with something called, uh, again, jihad, or he does this in the name of Islam or, uh, or Allah. Uh, we don't want to call it that, though. We're going to say it's uh, domestic terrorism. Okay. Because everything that happens within America is domestic, <laughs> yes. even though this guy is a Kuwaiti-born Jordanian. I'm so tired of that. I am so sick the of Kuwaiti it. Kuwaiti-born Jordanian yeah. Chattanooga. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Okay. Did he live in Chattanooga now? Yes. Does he live there for a while? Yes. yes. But he's a Kuwaiti-born Jordanian. Uh, he is not domestic. But again, we're not going to call this what it is. We're just not going to. And we, so we might as well uh, get used to it. But the statement provided by a lawyer representing the family said, there are no words to describe our shock, horror, and grief. The person who committed this horrible crime was not the son we knew and loved. 
Uh, doesn't everybody say that? For many years, our son yes. suffered from depression. It grieves us beyond belief to know that his pain found its expression in this heinous act of violence. Yeah, well. Okay, it's all about his pain. It is. It is. One thing good uh, about the family, though, that they are, they are cooperating. cooperating with the investigation. Yeah, good so for that's them. that's good. We understand there are many legitimate questions that need to be answered, they said. Having said this, now is the time to reflect on the victims and their families. Yes. Okay. No. And we feel it would be inappropriate to say anything more than that we're truly sorry for their loss. That's good. Good for them. Yes. That's I mean, good. That's, that's really okay. good. Yeah, that's okay. Statement came hours after the deadly toll from uh, Thursday's attacks rose to five when a sailor died of his wounds. Sheesh. Uh, now, the FBI says there's no indication that the shooter was inspired by Islamic State. And they're so quick to that all the time. Right, every time. It does. I mean, it seems like all the time. It Maybe is because it is. It's every time. That's <laughs> why it, it seems like it, yeah. because it is. The FBI said Friday there is no indication the Chattanooga shooter was inspired or directed by Islamic State. <laughs> what? 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 You mean radical Islam? No. <laughs> no. We don't even call that radical Islam. As a matter of fact, Islamic State has nothing to do with Islam. <sighs> FBI Special Agent Ed Reinhold uh who's leading the investigation, said that the uh, five Marines who were killed, uh, the, the, the investigation into their killing will continue. However, um, they're, they're pretty sure that this has nothing to do with anything overseas. Comments came after <laughs> Homeland Security Cha Committee Chairman Michael McCall said his judgment suggested that it was an ins ISIS-inspired attack. What? Why? Tar targets are identical to the targets called by ISIS to attack, huh. he said. Huh. Hmm. But so, the FBI says there's no evidence, even though it fits exactly what ISIS said to do. But there's... Yeah, let's... There's... That's... <laughs> That's all they do. Go ahead now. It's Speak. You, oh, you know, no, you know, forget it now. You throw me to okay. the wolves like that? No. Yeah. Okay. No. Okay? Just because it looks like ISIS, smells mm. like ISIS, tastes like ISIS, doesn't make it ISIS, pal. That's right. Okay? That's right. I'm on your side now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Suspected Chattanooga gunman uh, texted. Okay, and here's another little piece of evidence that isn't any evidence of ISIS. <laughs> he texted an Islamic verse uh, to a close friend the night before the attack that may have hinted at the rampage. No. Yeah, it's nothing to do with anything. I don't even know why we mentioned this, but it's so insignificant. He texted out, whosoever shows enmity to a friend of mine, uh, with a capital M, so I, I'm assuming that means Allah. Then I have declared war against him. Huh. Huh. That's no evidence. You know what that shows? Depression. That shows the guy was depressed. And That's the friend, who of course doesn't want us to know who he is, um, he, told, he, said, he told Reuters that I didn't think much of the verse at the time. Ah. Nah. I just figured... Ah. Ah. He's depressed. That's what I would figure. When I'm, when I'm looking at a, at a verse that says, whoever shows enmity to a friend of mine, then I have declared war against him. I'm That's thinking, just Mo. Ah, oh, golly, he's depressed again tonight. <laughs> I'd call him and cheer him up. Dude, let's do some drugs and Come drink on. some alcohol. 
Well, okay. smoke a bowl. Come on, yeah. Smoke a bowl, drink a beer, calm down a little bit. Maybe we just go out to some ice cream. I don't know. What do you want to do? Have a falafel? I don't know. Well, we can't do that until we get high. <laughs> <laughs> Mohammed Youssef Abdulaziz. Uh, we were home on Thursday, and uh, we we had uh, we took a long weekend, and so um, uh, I had just heard the news, and I just saw yeah. the, like the headline on the internet. My wife came home from hearing uh, r- radio reports on it. And so she said, did you hear about the shooting? I said, yeah, I just read something about it. I said, but I haven't heard who's, who they said did it. And she said, oh, it's, they said it's a white guy and domestic terrorism. Um, of course. No and no. no. <laughs> so, but that's immediately what yes, Im- they jump to, isn't it? And, and then like an hour later, I read from, uh, the big headline on Drudge. Did you see that? Mohammed so, did it or whatever it was? So, so it's okay. See, that, that kind of actually is where we're at. But, I mean, it's okay. A white guy did it. Yeah. Right off the bat. No That's matter exactly what. exactly what they want no to say. No matter what. No matter what. It was a white because guy. Because heaven forbid mm-hmm. that we say that it was an Islamic supporter. Right. And it that. isn't. You can't say that. And it isn't. Then the world mm-hmm. will. Will all burst? Will everybody will break down? Even if but, it is, though, they'll still break down. Well, but now, it's not a white person. It's not a white person that did it. Right. What happened? It's oh, not nothing. domestic. Oh, nothing. I, yeah. And there's no repercussions. Um, he told friends. The uh, friends told the outlet he returned from a trip to Jordan in 2014, concerned about Middle East fighting and the unwillingness of the U.S. and other nations to get involved. Then he purchased rifles and practiced firing them. That's what you do when you get depressed. Mm. Yeah, it is. Uh, The outlet added that around 10 p.m. the night before the attack, the friend received the text with a link to the Hadith. So it's, you know, obviously the Islamic teaching. I didn't think anything of it. It was just Mo. Yeah, it's Mo being Mo. (laughs) A lot like what they say about Joe being Joe. It is. Mo being Mo. Mo being Mo. He's a little depressed. Don't worry about the fact that whosoever shows enmity to a friend of mine, then I have declared war against him. And then the next day he goes out and, and shoots five people. Jeez. That's amazing. Uh, that yeah. That's so sad. Yeah, it, it really is. It's so tragic. And, and, and what makes it even more tragic is that we won't do anything about it. Because we continue to deny that there's a problem. What it there. is. There's, there's a problem with radicals who happen to be Islamic. And they uh, feel compelled by Allah to do what they're doing. Well, don't you have to do something about that? Don't we have to address that scenario? You know, if this was, if these were Christians who were saying this, they would demand that all Christians do something, rise up, denounce this. But you can't, you can't do that with Islam. No, apparently. you don't. I mean, I, I guess you can't do that. We, we obviously can't. No, and and you know, every time they that. This comes up. They say, well, what about what about Christians who bomb abortion clinics? First of all, how often has that happened and how many people have died? I mean, there have been some. There have. And and I'm the first to admit that they're rare. And I, I don't know that there's an, been an abortion clinic bombing in in years. I don't remember. We'll one. have to look into that. Uh, but every Christian living today says that is craziness and that person should be brought to justice. And that is not the way to do this, and we do not support that. Plain and simple. Every Period. single time. I don't know any Christian who says, yep, that's what Jesus said to do. You've got to kill people who are in abortion clinics. <laughs> we disagree it was wrong, but... Yeah, no, uh, uh, show me a survey where it says 
that, as with this Muslim survey that was just conducted, 51% of, America, of Muslims in America say that they should have the choice of being governed according to Sharia. You know what? They 51%. do have that choice uh, back in the, the Middle homeland. East. Yes. They do have that choice. If you really do seek that and want that, desire that, there are they do. You know, the Saudi Arabias, there are the Yemens, hmm. there are the Syrias, hmm. there are uh, the Irans. Hmm. There's a lot of places where you can have that. Just not here. This is not right. one of them. You know, so why would you come here and seek Sharia law? Well, then what the hell are you doing here? Get out. Because we want the greatness that the United States of America. Yeah. But we want it our way. Right. So it isn't Well, you're not going to have the greatness if you have it your way. Okay? This isn't Burger King. <laughs> Uh, also, 25% of them say, almost 25% of the Muslims in America polled said that it is legitimate to use violence to punish those who give offense to Islam by, for example, wow. portraying the Prophet Muhammad. So you do a, a cartoon, it's totally legitimate to uh, seek violence against that person. Wow. That's a staggering statistic. That's a big number. And we're always, we're always told, ah, there's nobody. That's, I don't know where you're getting this 10% of money. This is 25% so and okay. in the United States of America. Right. 20%, by the way, also claimed that it was okay uh, to use violence in the U.S. It's justified in order to make Sharia the law of the land. Uh, that's a little frightening. Too. I, I don't know. We, we just had this... Um, story and I, I didn't read it in its entirety but i've seen the headline multiple times about how there's a crush of islamic uh, or or muslim uh, immigration to america mm -hmm. so the muslim population is skyrocketing now it was about seven million i don't know what it is now eight nine million uh if 25 percent of those think that violence is justified if you draw a cartoon of mohammed that's a lot of people that sure is let's say it's only seven million that's uh you know, almost 2 million people that think it's okay. That's a lot. Still, that's... That's a problem. <laughs> that's a problem. We can do a little bit of a damage with 2 million people. Uh, yes. Yeah, well, 19 did some damage, uh, it seems to me, a few years ago. And we forget that from time to time. 888727 <laughs> back. More Pat and Stu with uh, Jeffy coming up in a sec. we got to tell you about uh, My Patriot Supply. Uh, the, the, one of the great things. There's so many great things about My Patriot Supply. One is that the food comes like this. This is Liberty Bell potato cheddar soup. That's creamy stroganoff. Stroganoff. One of the bad oh, things about delicious. My Patriot Supply when we do these commercials is that these are not open to eat. <laughs> that is a problem, isn't it? It's a little bit of an yeah, issue. I would love this stuff right now. But you can get your foot in the door of emergency preparedness by getting a 72-hour emergency food supply for only 10 bucks. I mean, even Jeffy has done this. Even Jeffy yeah. has ordered it for he and his family. Uh, several times. So this deal is only available if you call 800-478-8061. Okay, it's a new number, 800-478-8061. My Patriot Supply can only bring back this price for a short time because it's no an kidding. outrageously good price. So don't put this off anymore. If you call in the next 12 hours, they're even going to include free shipping Think to of your that. order. Free shipping. Look at that. I don't know about the handling. What about the handling? What Why about the, aren't you what calling? About the taxes and license fees? They don't have any of those. <laughs> okay? <laughs> so get your free, well, it's not free, but it's very close. Get your 72-hour kit for $10, including shipping, today by calling 
800-478-8061. That's 800-478-8061. Call right now. It's My Patriot Supply. It's not just food. It's It's freedom. freedom. Are you tired of commuting to a job that makes someone else rich? Working harder than ever, but getting nowhere? With our opportunities, you can start earning money as soon as next week. You get to be the boss, work from home, and live a happier life. Go to freedom350.com right now and change your life today. That's freedom, the number, 350.com, and start earning money as soon as next week. You be the boss. Go to freedom350.com. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. It's Pat and Stu with uh, Jeffy today. Stu is filling in for Glenn tonight on TV. Uh, Islamic State Group has released one of their most sickening videos yet. They just keep trying to top themselves and. Uh, they do so, a pretty good job of it. Yeah, they do. This one's a video of a boy wearing military fatigues, black scarf around his head, and he uh, stands behind a man who's kneeling on the ground. And you know, it's a pose we've seen a million times. Mm-hmm. That, uh, there it is. Uh, an adult jihadist stands by to oversee the child, whose uh, age we don't know, but they say he's no more than ten years old. You know, to look at him, I I don't know. I'd say around. T- 10 or 12, mm-hmm. something like that, um, carries out the gruesome crime, which involves positioning the man on his stomach, and then he beheads him from behind with a small knife, then places his severed head on top of the guy's lifeless body. I mean, well, that's how you have God. to prove that he's Gosh. done, right? Jeez. Job completion, evil. Good golly, that is evil. Wow. Uh, you know... This is in large part what uh, 828 Never Again is now is all about. Yes. It's stopping this kind of madness. It's, it's standing up for the people who uh, don't have a voice themselves, for people who are Christians in the Middle East and getting this treatment, being persecuted, being murdered senselessly by ISIS. It's people who are not Muslim enough. It's people who are Jewish. You know, it's time to stand up and... And support these people, because this is just unbelievable. The Islamic uh, State fighter who was seen standing next to the boy declares the group's greater goal of regional domination. Uh, our goal is not only Palmyra, nor Oms or Damascus, but our goal is to conquer Beit al-Maqst, which is Jerusalem, hmm. and Rome, God willing. The jihadist group has gathered children, including from the Yazidi minority group into terrorism camps in Iraq and Syria for military instruction and induction into the so-called Cubs Cubs of of the the Caliphate. Caliphate. And there's one of the Cubs uh, there. Cubs of the Caliphate. Wow. I mean, just really evil stuff. Just really horrifically bad. Um, So bad, in fact, that al-Baghdadi, who is the leader of this uh, heinous group, he actually said... uh, he actually told them to take this video down. I mean, hmm. even he, I think, understands you're not going to win too many friends and influence too many people in a positive way by doing this with kids. Jeez. Yeah, but that, I mean, I thought that's what they wanted. Uh, well, kind of a surprise. ISIS chief Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi has issued a decree banning the barbaric execution videos 
that his militants have become so famous for. He's worried about their image. Is he? He's worried about the image. Yeah. Now he's worried yeah. about their image. Well, he's starting to realize, okay, we are not winning this PR war. <laughs> Thought we were by showing that we're going to cut your heads off with a dull butter knife. Uh, huh. People don't like that. That's using really kids? weird. Using kids to 10 years old? Come on now. Uh, he's said to have sent a letter to all of his media offices saying they were no longer allowed to show graphic, violent scenes in their carefully edited videos, which have caught the attention of the world. Uh, he is said to have claimed the decision was based not on offending other Muslims who might think the videos are too scary for children, but uh, the decision was created, apparently has created a divide in the ISIS ranks. Oh, no. Some agree the videos, which often show people being put to death in horrific ways, Included being uh, drowned in cages, thrown off buildings, blowing up people. They're not good for the image of the so-called caliphate. Yeah, but you think? You think? But, but there's on. the others who think the disgusting and barbaric clips, which they proudly share, are good for intimidating their opponents. And I, I would, I think, I'd mm. err on that side. I don't know that this yeah. this uh, promotion is a bad thing for them. I think they should keep doing it. I think it's a, I, it's, I mean, if we're serious, it's a terrible PR move. Uh, they, they are not winning the hearts and minds. With That's this. why I want them to keep doing yeah, it. Yeah, I, I know. I know. But it is a terrible, I mean, Baghdadi is right to say, eh, stop doing that. Yes. Because they are not winning the hearts and minds of anyone no. with this stuff. Except the absolute craziest people on the planet. Maybe them. I mean, even the people who, even the young, the youngsters, the young, those young kids that they talk about uh, joining, uh, will think twice the more they. Oh, see I, these I think videos. so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and there will be people worried about them winding up yes. the victims of one of these videos. Um, of course, people are saying, including uh, Farid Hisso, a Syrian politician and lawyer, he said instead of banning the release of such videos, Baghdadi should have rather banned the crimes behind the scenes. Uh, that's a good point. Yes. But uh, he's already justified the barbar barbarism of his followers, and his decision makes no sense. See, that's... Uh, I'm, I, and I, I'd say keep going, because the more they, they look, the, the worse they look, mm -hmm. the more we're going to try to stop it. I, well, we've shown no evidence of that, however. Even... When radical terrorism raises its ugly head in our own country, we call it domestic terrorism. It. We deny its existence. We denied it, its existence at Fort Hood when we called it uh, uh, workplace violence. We, we deny its existence every step of the way. They, this administration will not call it what it is. So they've got a safe haven here, and who else is going to do anything about it? Are the Russians? Are the Chinese? No. No. They're not going to do a thing about it. So uh, I, I don't know how you stop it when we're not willing to. And with a couple of airstrikes here and there, okay, uh, so what? it's not doing anything. It's not doing anything. Well, look, we've, we're bombing 24-7, Pat. <laughs> Just like we can do the, uh, ex the inspections 24-7. Yes, we're bombing 24-7. 24-7. Know, we know exactly mm. where they're at. And make no mistake. Mm. We're, we're terrified. We're depressing them. We're oppressing them. We're holding them in. We're reining in the terror, despite the fact that they're expanding right now. Yeah, no. Uh, so, so the exact opposite is yeah. the truth again. Uh, again, as always. Meanwhile, uh, the children that have been shown in these beheadings uh, apparently are 
told by their trainers with the Islamic groups, Islamic State group, that they would have to perform one someday. Look. And so they practice on dolls by cutting off the heads of dolls. I mean, we say it all the time here in the United States, practice makes perfect. Yeah, we do say that. Right? Mm -hmm. I mean, practice, practice, practice. Nothing right. comes easy. Yeah, right. Right. A 14-year-old was among the boys uh, all abducted from Iraq's Yazidi religious minority and said he, he said he couldn't cut it right. He couldn't cut the doll's head off. He chopped it once, twice, three times. Then they taught me how to hold the sword, and they told me how to hit. They told me it was the head of the infidels, he said, and he was renamed uh, Yahya by his IS captors. Uh, and when the Islamic State extremists overran Yazidi towns in northern Iraq last year, they butchered older men and enslaved many of the women and girls and wow. took the young kids uh, hostage, and now they're teaching them how to fight for uh, the Islamic State. Well, they have to, Pat, because, you know, it's part of a concerted effort by the extremists mm -hmm. to build a new generation of militants. Well, let me tell you yes. something. It's not like they're not given a choice. Look, they can convert, they can pay the tax, or they can die. It's up to you. you I mean, okay, we're all about choice here. <laughs> we are all about choice. All about choice. It's choice. I mean, what do you want? Don't you scream about choice all the time? All the time. Here's your choice. More choices is what we want. Convert to Islam. There's one choice. Pay the tax. There's two choices. Or die. There's three. Now, you don't have to How die. many more choices do you need? I mean, I don't know. I don't know what else they have to do for us. 888-727-BECK. More Pat and Stu. Come on. <laughs> so I can you convert. Can, you can convert. To Islam, okay. you pay a tax, tax for being or, a Christian, or you, you you could die. You know, you yeah. could have your head cut off. But I could make one of the other two. Right choices. Be good. It's easy, right? Right. You say, okay, I'll be a Muslim. Pat and Stu, featuring Jeffy again today. Stu is filling in for Glenn on TV tonight. Triple Eight Seven Two Seven Beck. We've been talking about that uh, horrific ISIS video where they feature the ten-year-old cutting off the head of uh, somebody. In this video, just unbelievable. Uh, let's go to uh, Haven in Utah. Haven, you're you on doing? the Pat and uh, Stu show. Hi. Yeah, I was just wondering. You know, it's like June of 1876, and 263 soldiers have been killed, and Sitting Bull, Crazy Horse, and Woodleg, but I don't think it was Indians, you know? Yeah. Yep. And right. another thing is this president. I wonder mm. why this flag hasn't been dropped down to half-mast. Well, it has in Tennessee, right? So, I mean, Tennessee's done it for but, the, you know, for the soldiers. The this president. Hey, Jeff, I'm glad you're behind that desk and out front for once. <laughs> Thank you. But it has in Tennessee. I know people have questioned about the U.S., but, I mean... Do we wait till it's all over to fly the flags at half mast? I'm not. I really don't know, I don't know the answer man. to that. I don't. He, this president doesn't care about that kind of stuff. Appreciate the call, Haven. Uh, it's a good analogy, because yes, it is. yes, in the beginning we denied that it was an Indian attack. <laughs> right. Okay, they're all dead from lead poisoning, <laughs> from arrow poisoning. I, I, I don't know what happened there. Nothing. What happened there? Domestic terrorism, that was it. <laughs> Domestic terrorism. That was it. You know, it's every time we don't want to deal with something, and this is certainly one of those times, It's we do this. And uh, I don't know when we're going to learn our lesson. Um, 
hopefully before it's too late, but I, I don't know. Triple eight seven two seven back. Uh, certainly, we need a new we need new leadership in town. And uh, one of the guys I've got my eye on is Scott Walker. He certainly I sounded like great on our on our radio program last week. <clears throat> he was great last week. I really thought he was. Yes, great. he was. Uh, and he, you know what? He he. If you like Donald Trump because he doesn't back down from his statements. Here's another guy yes. who really doesn't back down from his. He didn't back down from any of the fights in Wisconsin, and they were tough ones, man. You got the, you got the, uh, the union money from all over the country pouring in to defeat him, not once but three times, and he beat it back every single time. And he doesn't seem to be backing off any of the uh, so-called tough questions now either. No. Take a look at this when he's confronted by an illegal immigrant who has an interesting question for him. Question, why are you trying to break my family apart? Oh my question you asked initially was why am I blocking? And my point was I'm, I'm not blocking, I'm tapping. I don't have to do the federal government. Let me answer. Back, I'm, I'm answer. Sorry. Uh, I said the uh, mm. for us uh, we're a nation of, of laws and unfortunately the president last year after saying twenty-two times before last year that he couldn't make the law up himself. He said he wasn't the emperor, he said he was the president of the United States, and he said he couldn't change the law. He decided to change the law, even though the courts have now said he can't do that. So my point is you got to follow the law, follow the process. I completely sympathize with the situation you're all in and others are So that's why you want to separate their family? Oh, my God. I appreciate the check to others in the media. But my point is, to me, that's exactly why I think we need to go forward with putting in place a logical system. No man or woman is above the law that's the beauty of America. No man or woman can do something on their own, uh, whether it's the president or anybody else. They don't get the right to make the law when there's a process of, of I, going through Congress. The president I love had the opportunity to do it. This. For the first two love years, when his party controlled everything, he did not do that. Okay, so he stands up. Yes, to he this. does. Okay, he's set up here. Big time. Walking down oh the street. Oh, my gosh. Set up. With Why this, do you want to pick up my family? With this nice-looking, illegal immigrant family. Uh, the husband looks uh, totally great. The the wife yep. and they got the son there and they the just child. all happened to be there at this Scott Walker event. And gosh, we just happened to be in the way as he's walking down the street with a ton of media. Let's ask him why he wants to break up our family, which of course he doesn't. And the answer is, look, I don't have that ability to break up your family. You're the ones to decide whether or not your family's broken up. You got yourself into this mess. You decide whether or not your family breaks up. So that's why you want to break up his family? And that's, I mean, that's what you do. Oh, my god! It doesn't matter what you say. You get some douche over there on a cell phone <laughs> that's, yeah, yeah, so that's why you want to break up their family? Yeah. No, you little turd. That's not why I'm trying to break up their family. It's because I hate all immigrants. That's why I'm trying to break there, up their family. There, you All right? Of, of Excuse course, me. He's not trying to break up their family. And... He Scott Walker did not get him across the border illegally. No. He did that. How about a little personal responsibility? Are we ever going to talk about that in this in this nation? Are we ever going to talk about the fact that you got your family into this, not me? I'm not the one breaking up your family. You're breaking up your family because of your choices. And if you and look, if you want to keep your family together and you get deported, take them with you. Yeah, nobody says they have to stay here. No one said they must stay while you have to go. That's a great point. I 
That's a great How is it possible nobody point. ever makes it? You don't have to leave your family here. <laughs> that should be an answer every time. Every time. Every time. And nobody has the balls, nobody I guess, to say Nobody says that it. ever. It's up to you whether or not your family breaks up. Take them with you. Take them with you. Since you broke our law. Right. And we're enforcing our right. law. Take them with you. And look, we'll even pay for the return trip of your family to keep them together. Okay? That's how we care about your family. Yeah. Being together, we do care about your family being together. Here's another thing. Oh. American citizens don't get to stand there and scream at politicians when they've committed a crime and they're going to prison and they're being taken from their family. And I don't get to see if I if I go out and, and commit a felony today and politicians are walking by, hey, how come you're gonna break up my family by sending me to jail? <laughs> Nobody's going to buy that argument. You right? broke a law. Uh, you broke a law. You're a felon. So, yeah. Is that why you want to break up my family? Just because I broke the law? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay, we'll do that to American citizens. We don't give a rat's ass. We won't do it to Ill illegal aliens. And you're going to say, well, that's not a felony. You just come across the border illegally. How about tax evasion? That is. How about uh, identity theft? That, that is. is. You're committing one of those two, if not both. You're, I, and I'm sorry, that's just the law. And if we're not going to have a nation of laws, we're not going to have a nation. So that's that's agonizing stuff. At I least he really stood up is. to it. I mean, Walker he was did. pretty good, but he I was just wish there. he'd bring it to personal responsibility. You made this choice, sir. I didn't do that for you. You made the choice to come illegally. Now you're going to have to pay the consequences. Now, if you want to take your family with you, you're not going to break up your family. Go ahead and have a great life back in Mexico. Right. Enough said. Or where, from wherever you came. Colombia, Brazil, I don't know. I don't know where you're from, but if you're here illegally, go back. Take your family with you. We haven't broken up your family. In fact, we kept them together. And if you want to try to come back legally, I'm all for it. Bless your heart. We'll, I'm all for that. And, in fact, I'm going to make that easier. It'd be a great answer. Yes. It'd be a great in answer. In fact, I'm going to make it easier. Yeah. Now you'll have to, you know, you'll have to go through, a, a, jump through a few hoops. You won't have to just cross the but river. But you know what? What nation can you immigrate to, and you don't have to jump through hoops? I'm sure your nation has laws, right? Can you tell me about Mexico's laws? Or what? What, no, you what can't. nation are you from? Mm -hmm. Can you tell That's me about all you those have to laws? Do. That's all. It's just, it's not hard, and everybody makes it so hard. They sure do because they're afraid to step in it instead they're of just, just saying that. They're just afraid to say the absolute truth. Um, so Jose lives here illegally with his wife and four children, one of whom we saw there in that set-up video. He fears deport, being deported and separated from his family. So, you know, and it's, it's not like Scott Walker can oppose Barack Obama's policy of, of non-deportation anyway. He can't. He's got nothing to say about that till he gets to the presidency. But it wasn't enough that he got confronted about illegal immigration, and that's totally fair. Uh, it was kind of unfair the way he was set up there with a with an illegal immigrant sure family. But uh, Dana Bash on CNN just drilled him on gay issues. So he he didn't say anything incendiary on the Boy Scouts. So then she goes to, uh, is it a choice? Watch this. This is unbelievable. Do you think that being gay is a choice? Oh, I mean, I think that's... That's not even an issue for me to be involved in. The bottom line is I'm going to stand up and work hard for every American, regardless of who they are, no matter where they come from, no matter what their background. 
I'm going to fight for people, and no matter whether they vote for me or not. To act on behalf of people is to do that properly. You have to understand or at least have an opinion on who they no. are and where they're going. No, you don't. But, so, but again, I think in India, don't. No, I don't have, I don't have opinion on, on every single issue out there. I mean, to me, good that's for him for not accepting I don't know. the false I don't know the answer to that question. Mm -hmm. So I'm just saying that from an opinion standpoint, I, I don't know what the answer to that is. Um, and again, I'm going to spend my time focused on things that I do I know what I can work that's on. That's great. I don't know what the answer to that is. I don't either. <laughs> but do if I'm you, a, if I'm Dana Bash? I mean, nobody knows the answer for sure on that. Nobody knows. That's a, it, it's a great answer. This guy's pretty good. Uh, he was also confronted. Do we have the scout leader thing? Here's, here's what he said about the Boy Scouts. and uh, the Earlier this week, you said that the Boy Scouts of America should keep its ban on gay leaders because the policy protected children and advanced scout values. And then your campaign um, clarified to say that it was really protecting the scouts from the political and media discussion about that. Right. I'm, I'm having trouble understanding that. Yeah, what, what, at the end of the day, what is your position? I'm not talking about personal protection. I'm talking about, for me, the reason why I didn't have a problem with it is I just think it pulls scouting into a whole larger political yeah, and cultural debate as opposed to just saying right. scouting is about camping and citizenship and merit badge and service awards instead of pulling all these other issues that out there. Good enough uh, the and I was just hoping that we, they could stay focused. So that's all. So, but should there be a ban on allowing... Well, gay men to, to be scout leaders. That's up to the people who run the Boy Scouts. One thing that people find unique, I guess, whether you like it or not, is I actually answer questions. People ask me a question, uh, I'll answer a but question. But you're not really answering this one. Sure. I said, in this case, that's what I thought. I thought the policy was just fine. Okay. I'm saying when I was in Scouts, it was fine. But I, you're asking what should the policy be going forward. It should be left up to the leaders of the Scouts. <laughs> and why not? Thank you. Wait, since when does the President of the United States have to weigh in on the po the policies of the Boy Scouts? Or any, what do I care? Or any group, but right. for that matter. Right. And if he does, he can say just what he said. But I, I disagree with that. I thought that they should have went the other direction. But it's their group. They get to do what they want. But she's absolutely looking for the gotcha. Oh, woman. my gosh. She's absolutely looking for somebody where you can tear him down now because of his policy on homosexuality. That's what she's desperately trying Scott to Walker get out Scott Walker runs games out of Boy Scouts. But he didn't step in it. It's awesome. No, he, he did just not. just didn't go there, which is great. And he went there. He didn't go there in a great way. I, I thought that was awesome. It was really good. Uh, meanwhile, on The Tonight Show, uh, Jimmy Fallon used some simultaneous video to show how apparently Scott Walker repeats the same joke uh, <laughs> using the very same sentence. Here's what he did. No. Wisconsin Governor Scott Walker became the 15th Republican to announce his candidacy for president. Of course, like all candidates, he spends a lot of time talking about the budget and immigration, but there's, there's something else that he always seems to talk about. I went to Kohl's department stores near mm. our house, mm -hmm. and I bought <laughs> something at the, the price it was marked at. So now I know for the years, if I'm going to go buy a shirt, it was $29.99, I go to the rack that says and now, now $19.99. I remember to get the flyer out that we got mailed at our house, or you get 15 or 20, or, 20 or if you're man, really, if you're really lucky, 30% off. off. Tonette usually is with, and she'll reach into her purse and pull, pull out, out some of that cold cash. cash. <laughs> and next thing you know, they're paying me to buy the shirt. <laughs> That's great. That's really funny. That's a nice job. I mean, Fallon's pretty creative. That's, that's pretty funny. That's pretty good. And that's not really and a I slam have, on Scott no, Walker. No, I mean, either. they all do that. 
Uh, and, and it's kind of a slam because, you know, he chose Scott Walker to do that with it. Every politician does that. I mean, we've done that with Barack Obama. Oh, my God. Saying the same thing over, over and over and over and over and over. And over, and over. And over. Yes. It just happens to be that Coles joke. And it's actually yeah. true. Correct. Coles does that very thing. And I've, I've made that same observation with my wife because, first of all, Coles marks things up like, right. okay, you can get a $1,000 brace <laughs> bracelet. This bracelet is $1,000 despite the fact that it's two pieces of glass <laughs> and a plastic chain. There, if you've paid full price for something at Coles, uh, you, something is wrong. Yeah, you're out of your mind. Something is wrong. You've never shopped at Coles, yes, for one thing. Have. So they'll, they'll have it at $1,000, and then they'll mark it down to two fifty. You'll be, holy crap! That's I gotta like get that. 75% off. Then you use your Kohl's cash and your Kohl's card. Right. And pretty soon you got it for like $1.95. And, and you, you know, think you saved $998. And you know, I probably shouldn't be telling you this, but if you're, I know this, I saw this card was in your name. Mm -hmm. If your wife signs up for one today, I'll get you another 30 <laughs> Another <off>. Yes. <laughs> It doesn't, she doesn't, I shouldn't, you don't have to get it. I shouldn't tell you. And they're still making uh, a 90% profit at $1.95. <laughs> that's the secret nobody says about Kohl's, but that's that's the deal. They're good for them. Yeah, good I mean, for that's them. their business. And a, and, a, and a funny bit by Jeff. Yes, absolutely. It's just kind of fun. 888 Beck, more patents. Stu, Jeffy, come on up. Show uh, featuring Jeffy today. Triple eight seven two seven back. Now here's a. We've got another instance of um, of leftist love here of of inclusiveness, getting along, of diversity. Of, yes. You know, these guys are just so loving, and and they're just they just want all opinions out there. That's all they want. Bring That's everybody under the want. fold. Exactly. Uh, there's just no opinion is wrong. There's just some opinions that aren't quite as right as others. And here's a good example of that. Um, transgender Zoe Tour talking with Ben Shapiro, who's a uh, talk show host, uh, last Thursday night during a headline news panel about Caitlyn Jenner. Here's what happened. Why are we mainstreaming delusion? Uh, it's not delusion. Why, why would you delusion. call it delusion? Because... Bruce Caitlyn Jenner, I'll call him Caitlyn Jenner. No, because it's that's her. You're not being polite to the pronoun. Because Disrespect. Okay, forget about the disrespect. Facts don't care about your feelings. It turns out that every chromosome, <laughs> every cell in Caitlyn Jenner's body is male with the exception mm -hmm. of some of his sperm cells. You it turns out that It turns out that he still has all of his male appendages. But How he feels on the inside is irrelevant to the question of his biological mm -hmm. status. I'm not, you don't know what you're talking about. You're not educated oh on genetics. Would you to discuss the genetics? Or well, well, no, what no. What are your genetics? Little boy. I, I, so I'd stay away from the genetics and back to the brain scans. You mm. cut that out now, or you'll go home in an ambulance. Yeah, that seems Wait, mildly inappropriate for a political discussion. 
No, I know. Well, yeah, but wait, wow. to be fair, but to you, be, but to be fair, wait, but to be fair, but to be fair, but to be fair, you're, fair, you're actually being hey guys. rude. You're and that, no, no, no. And, and are you kidding fair. me? I'm sorry. It's not rude to say that someone who is biologically a male is a male. You just someone who is biologically male is a male. But Mr. Shapiro, you know, you knew very well that saying that to Zoe would be would be egregiously insulting. That is unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, obviously, Ben Shapiro is absolutely in the right, and he's standing up for science. You cut that out right now, Pat, or you go home in Okay, all right. I'm sorry, you science denier. Why don't you try to take me home in an ambulance? <laughs> Let's see what happens. I mean, really, honey? Are you going to take, you're going to send me home in an ambulance because you're so inclusive and diverse? Yep. Wow, if that didn't tell you everything you need to know about these psychos, and, I, don't, I don't know what will. Oh, and later, I mean, during the uh, some of the full mm. interview of uh, Zoe, kept calling uh, Shapiro little boy. Yeah, and that's... Go on, little boy. That's not insulting. But calling a man a man right. is insulting and disrespectful. To be fair, and this other guy is screaming, to be fair, to be fair. You You're know. not being fair. That's not fair to say that she's, or he, or whatever that is, is okay to threaten Ben Shapiro with going home in an ambulance. There's nothing fair about that. That's not okay. No, it is not. Oh, my gosh. And when, when in fact, uh, Caitlyn Jenner is a man because Whoa. he still has a penis... I'm Whoa. sorry, you're denying science, you're de denying biology to say that that's a woman. I, and you can say how, how he or she feels all you want, but the fact is, is, is that is a man. Did you see how good-looking Caitlin was at the award? I did. I, absolutely. In her flowing gown. Ravishing. And so was, by the way, Zoe. Uh, Zoe was hot like fire. Thank as well. you. I, I well, first of all, I mean, hey, you telling me I sent you home in an ambulance over there? Caitlin was okay. a lot hotter than Zoe. Come on, <laughs> you got to give me that. And he still sounds like Bruce too. Well, he's I mean, got a little bit of a lisp. What do you do with the with the vocal cord situation? Do you uh, do the, does the hormone therapy take care of that? Does that a little eventually? Bit, and I think. Uh, and then once you have the castration happens or whatever, and then maybe your voice goes up. I don't know. Right? Don't you have to cut it off eventually? Right? Least, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> eventually, if you're going to be a woman, I think you remove the man part. Yes, you do. So maybe at that point, then your voice stops being like this. <laughs> so when Zoe, when Zoe got a little more feminine, when Zoe finally finishes the deal, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Apparently Zoe hasn't happy. finished the deal either, right? <laughs> but we're supposed to again. They call us science deniers all the time. All the time. Shut all up. The time. Shut up. Triple eight seven two seven back. More patents here coming up. Wow.
888727 back. It's Pat and Stu with Jeffy. We were just talking about the Bill Cosby situation, which we're going to get into in a few minutes. Uh, but first of all, we're, we're talking about, uh, I wanted to, we wanted to get into this Iranian deal again because. It was so good. Yes, so it good. was so great. So good. They did we such a great job. Finally got finally. a deal. Thank you. Finally. Finally. I mean, did George W. Bush get us a deal with Iran? No. Did Bill Clinton? No. Did H.W. Bush? No. Did, did Ronald Reagan? <laughs> <laughs> Says that even, is that a real question? <laughs> did Jimmy Carter? No, not even the great. No. Not even the diplomatic. Not even the loving Jimmy Carter could do it. Thank you. Not even he. Thank Gerald you. Gerald Ford, I, I spit in your face. <laughs> uh, even a diplomacy genius and, and, uh, and his partner in a diplomacy geniusy. Uh, Nixon and Kissinger couldn't get this done. Right. No one could but Barack Obama. Thank and you. John freaking Kerry. And they're both talking about it this week. In his weekly address, Obama proudly declares <laughs> he, so he welcomes all scrutiny. Oh, he always welcomes that. Does he? he? Oh. He welcomes all scrutiny. I don't even know why. With him. I don't even know why he has to say it. I don't either. You know he does. So welcoming of scrutiny. Oh. Uh, here's what he said. You might hear from critics that under this deal, Iran could just ignore everything that's required and mm -hmm. do whatever they want. Huh. That they're inevitably going to cheat. Huh. Well, yeah. well, that criticism's wrong, too. It is. With this mm -hmm. deal, we will have unprecedented 24-7 monitoring of oh. Iran's key nuclear facilities. All right, stop for a second. Oh, my With this God. deal, international inspectors ah. will have access to Iran's entire... Can we stop? Just stop the tape? Okay, there we go. Uh, 24, he said it again, 24-7 access, making it sound like we can show up whenever yes. we want. Darn right what we're thinking. Oh, he absolutely Darn knows right what we're thinking. He, he leads us to believe that's anytime, anywhere we, we need to show up, we can. 24-7, 365. We just show up yep. and we start inspecting. Well, that's completely misleading because we have to get sure them. Sure enough is. Uh, three weeks advance and they can have up to 24 days and then they can even have more time if right. they say no at the end of that because then it goes to some sort of arbitration Arbit which they are involved in so mm -hmm. so i don't know how and i didn't read how long that was but it doesn't matter because sooner or later if it looks like okay this deal isn't done and we're going to start doing the uh uh we're going to go back and really get, be hard on you again they can say okay go go ahead yeah okay go ahead yeah you're right we're sorry we shouldn't have said no and then uh, it'll take more time okay. to put it together and get it done. And anyway, he had more to say about this. With this deal, we will have unprecedented 24-7 monitoring of Iran's <laughs> key guy. nuclear facilities. Oh, man. With this deal, international inspectors will have access to Iran's <laughs> entire nuclear supply chain. <laughs> the verification process set up by this deal is comprehensive and it is intrusive, precisely <laughs> so we can make sure Iran keeps its commitments. Mm -hmm. On questions of war and peace, we should have tough, honest, serious debates. We've should seen we? what happens when we don't. That's why this deal is online for mm -hmm. the whole world to see. I welcome all scrutiny. <laughs> Fear no questions. As Commander-in-Chief, sure. I make no sure. apology for keeping this country safe and secure through the hard work <sighs> of diplomacy Man. over the easy rush to war. Nobody's talking about a, a rush war. Hard work of diplomacy. Oh my gosh! No one, no one is talking about going to war with Iran. He is. No one, the hard except rush? him. 
Yeah, he's the only one talking about a rush to war. There's not a single Republican who's saying, you know what we should do instead of diplomacy is go to war with Iran. That's what we need to do. Not one well, who might. is saying this. Who is saying it? What Republic? Show me the Republican that is saying we need to go to war with Iran. John McCain did. John McCain did. Uh, shut up. Shut up. He could have. I don't think he ever has. I don't know that. He I really has don't either. think he, he has. I don't think he has either. Uh, I mean, it's just craziness, and and he, so he sets up these false premises all Always. the time. That's how that's how he leads every deal, every straw man argument. You just he puts it out there, and it sticks, and it just stands, and no scarecrows come to to pick at the crops uh, because we don't have any scarecrows in the media anymore. Man, that's amazing. Um, then he talked about the uh, deal sounding like Clinton's uh, uh, North Korea deal. Uh, and here's that brilliant. This agreement is good for the United States, good for our allies, side by side. and good for the safety of the entire world. Oh, this is this from the Washington Free Beacon. makes our country and the world safer mm -hmm. and more secure. Okay. North Korea will freeze and then dismantle its mm -hmm. nuclear program. Mm -hmm. We will have rolled back their program, frozen mm -hmm. their facilities, kept them under severe restrictions, had observers, they will have made international commitments supported by mm -hmm. countries around the world. South Korea and our other allies will be better protected. We will be in a stronger position to work with Israel, work with the Gulf countries, work with our other partners, work with the Europeans mm. uh, to bring additional pressure to bear on Iran. It's smart, it's tough, it's a deal based on continuing inspection with safeguards for our allies and ourselves. The international community will be able to verify that the Islamic Republic of Iran will not develop a nuclear weapon. The entire world will be safer as we slow the spread of nuclear weapons. <laughs> that's great stuff. That's what Bill was at his prime uh, right there. That's great stuff. Bill wow. is prime time right there. Uh-huh. Yeah, they, they do sound similar. I love the Washington Free Beacon. They put they find these similarities. They put them together really well in video form. Uh, it gives you a chance to compare and contrast. It's it's pretty good. Uh, here's John Kerry on the anytime anywhere inspections. Yeah, this this whole thing really kind of ticked me off because this is where you see their play on words. Yeah. With between all of them saying twenty four seven. Right. And then he gets with Chris Wallace this weekend and talks about well we can just go in anytime anywhere mm -hmm. and test them. Right, John. President Obama and both of you talked about insisting on any time, anywhere inspections. But what you ended up with is that Iran can keep us out of its <laughs> most secret, most suspicious sites for up to 24 days. Secretary Kerry, three and a half weeks is not any time, anywhere. Well, that's not accurate that we ever, I never in four years had a discussion about anywhere, anytime. That is Secretary a, Moniz did? Before he came into no, this no. negotiation, he did not. It's not in the course of this negotiation. President Obama, <laughs> on April 2nd, he said this. If Iran cheats, <laughs> the world will not know. a lot of people can pull that off. No. If we see something Secretary suspicious, we will inspect it. Okay. That's accurate. He didn't That's say accurate. in 24 days. Well, uh, but, uh, Chris, don't play a game here. The fact is right there. in arms control, stop the, there is stop no the country right anywhere on the planet that has anywhere, anytime. There is no such standard within arms control inspections. There's no such standard with anybody anywhere in the world with arms inspection. And you know how many countries we inspect right now? Do you know right now how many countries we inspect in, uh, in their nuclear programs? 
Do you know, right offhand, uh, Jeffy, give me a, a rough estimate. Out of the thousands of countries there are on the planet, how many of them do we inspect right now? Well, Secretary Kerry, I don't IAEA. have the exact number in front of me. Well, you. the exact number is zero. It's the exact number, but uh, we don't. Ex none of them have this. <laughs> we're not. In of course, we're not inspecting. Are you trying to play word games with me, Secretary Kerry? I am. I'm playing a word game with none. Uh, that means zero. That means we're not doing this with anybody. And that's why nobody has this restriction on them. Because we're not inspecting anybody right now. <laughs> Who the hell are we inspecting right now? <laughs> we're about to inspect Chris, Iran. don't play word games with me. That's all you ever do, John Kerry. You does. and your cohorts that's in Washington. All they do. Uh, this is pathetic. I mean, first of all, there's nobody on, on the planet who is under these restrictions. Who are we... Whose arms are we limiting right now? Right. And what really we've done that in the past with Iraq with their chemical weapons. Remember that? There was a big battle and we were they were supposed to allow right. us in and part of the reason we went to war was because they didn't they didn't, didn't abide by in. those yeah. sanctions. And uh, there was a big joke about about the uh UN and how many sanctions they imposed, how many You're write another letter. Yeah. Yeah. And, and if you and if they don't they don't, don't adhere adhere to this restriction, well, we'll do it again. We'll give them another restriction. I, I, and it was seventeen of those. His little word games really test me off because there's not one person. That any I never said any time anywhere ever. I, that, are you kidding me? Don't call. Don't put those words in my mouth, Chris. We said that you get twenty twenty four seven access now. Th that doesn't mean, obviously, that we are able to go in there at any time, anywhere. No one has that anywhere. They know exactly, just like we uh, yeah. talked about with President Obama. You know exactly. Nobody says 24-7 oh, and thinks that it doesn't mean any time, anywhere. Correct. Nobody does that, Correct. except those people. Which is why he didn't use the phrase 24-7 while he was denying that they said any time, anywhere. Because 24-7 sounds like any You're time, anywhere. You're darn right it does. So that's why he didn't say it. By the way, could we get a shot of John Kerry and Secretary <laughs> Secretary Moniz again? To, the two of them together is so, it possible to get a so steel President shot Obama, of them? President Obama, when he talked about it, he brought he brought Joe Biden to hang out in the back over yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. And so Chris Wallace with John Kerry, <laughs> he so, looks like the guy that played the judge in the one. What the, what's his name? The ah, I got to look it up now. The movie with uh, Paul Newman. The judge in a Paul Newman movie. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm not. I'm not familiar. So. You got to see the picture. I don't really know, but uh, I thought that was a really good. Here's a. Yeah, we got to see. a really that. good look for uh, Secretary Moniz. <laughs> that is. That's <laughs> yeah, a good look. That's a good look. Come on. Man. Come on now. That's uh. Yeah, it's like a modern day Ben Franklin. <laughs> oh, that's a good yeah. look. <laughs> it's almost powder, powdered wig like. Uh, that's it's good. You know, a haircut might be in order for no. Secretary Moniz. No. I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm going no. way out on a limb there, I know. Why does it matter? <laughs> Maybe a haircut That's his might look, be. bro. Yeah, it's a good look. Yeah. Come on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, American voters see Obama as too weak against Iran, Islamic State, according to a poll. According to a Fox News poll that was released last Thursday, 59% of American adults agree the Obama administration has not been aggressive enough in its actions to combat, combat the Islamic State. Well, duh. 29% believe the president has become has been adequately aggressive. 29%. And I'm sure the rest, uh, I don't know.
Rush to war. 51% think that Obama has not been aggressive enough in trying to stop Iran from expanding its nuclear weapons program, while 37% say his efforts have been aggressive enough. A strong majority of Americans, 68%, are at least somewhat concerned that Obama has been so eager to attain a deal with Iran mm -hmm. uh, and are worried that the sanctions being eased will be a problem. And these concerns stretch across party lines. Republican voters are obviously more concerned about it than Democrats, but both Democrats and conservatives are concerned, more concerned than not that Obama is making too many concessions to Iran. But yet he continues to battle for this deal. Uh, he absolutely is in love with it, and he stands by it. Make no mistake, these aren't concessions, Pat. No, no. These we, aren't concessions. We, we, Jeffy, we, we got everything done. We want it done. We Thank got you. the inspections going 24-7. It's like, it's like a, when your house is being monitored by the police 24-7. Anybody sneaks through there, why? because of the monitoring, uh, there's going to be help on the way. Uh, we'll just call your house, and you'll say, yeah, there's a burglar in my house. And within three weeks to 24 days, we'll be there with a police uh, unit. If the burglar says it's okay to come in, I, I thought, I thought, I thought, twenty-four-seven monitoring. Anytime, so anytime anything goes wrong anywhere in your house, you just call us, and we'll call the people sneaking into your house, and we'll ask them if it's okay to come and check things out. That's how committed we are. It <laughs> <laughs> almost sounds like the deal. It's almost that bad. Almost that. Almost bad. sounds like the deal. Bad. It's Pat and Stu with Jeffy today. Stu filling in for uh, Glenn tonight on TV. Uh, this Bill Cosby thing is really sad. It's really it sure disappointing. Because, uh, I mean, how many of us loved Bill Cosby growing up? I mean, I did. Yeah. I loved him. His, his albums were, his com comedy albums were funny. Uh, his act, when you saw him on TV, was funny. Funny. You always saw him on The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. Funny. You know, and then he, he did The Cosby Show, which, who didn't love The Cosby Show? Yeah, I mean, when, when it first started, the Cosby most, Show most was of us yeah, loved most of us it. loved it in the beginning, And right? it was number one show for years. I mean, at the end, when they started bringing in the dumb little neighbors and stuff, okay, yeah. It's a little long in the tooth when they start bringing in the neighbor kid who's six <laughs> years old because their kids are grown up. And at that time, I mean, they, every show reaches a point of, we got it. Yeah, it does. Yes, it does. We got it. And that show reached its point. Yeah. Like, okay, I got it. Yeah, yeah. All right. Everybody's old. I get it. Malcolm moved on. I get it. He got his own show or whatever. Uh, Lisa Bonet is married now to What's-His-Face, Kravitz, and they're having trouble already. I get it. Okay, so she's not around much anymore. So you lost the babe factor. We can't, okay. sh we can't show the, the pictures on the wall of the kids because we'd have to pay them money, and we're not paying them. Right, we're not dime. doing that now. We're not doing it. Uh, even though the show's still top five, okay, but we're going to bring in the neighborhood kid because he's six years old. 
Uh, Isn't it cute? What is he? He's cute. He's got big yeah. fat glasses and whatever. He comes in. His name is Arnold. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the name of every one of those little doofuses. <laughs> so anyway, that's our image of Bill Cosby. And then we start yes. hearing all the stuff about him raping women. And I didn't believe it. No. The, who did? I mean, for... When you first heard it, you're like, shut up. Why didn't you come forward 40 years ago yes. if, that's, if that's what happened? I still kind of believe that. Yeah. I do have that. I mean, I yeah. do still have that question. There. Yeah, I do, too. I do, too. But now, because we hear about this deposition that we first got a glimpse of a few weeks ago, you start to think, okay, well, you admitted to obtaining drugs with the intent of seducing women. Well, there's your okay. case, right? Right. And then more of this deposition comes out where he's admitting to more and more things. And when we found out uh, last week or the week before that his wife, Camille, has known about this for a long time. J.J. Yeah. Walker spoke out, the guy who used to say, Dad, oh my! He came out and said he's known about this with Cosby, at least the women. Yeah, the insiders apparently the insiders all knew. Knew. You know, That just goes to prove how the, you know, the machine, uh, we just see television mm -hmm. is so bad. Are you watching us on TV right now? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, when you see what you want to see, mm -hmm. it's bad. Yeah, and what we want you to see, and, and bad. they keep you know the celebrities keep a tight knit little world sure going do. there. And despite the fact that like Jimmy Walker said, oh yeah, everybody knew about Cosby's womanizing. I don't uh, think he knew about the drugs because he seemed surprised about that. He said, in fact, I was surprised that he needed drugs to get women because he had women all the time. There were women hanging out; they flocked. To bad, the guy. Bad, bad, Women dig him. Bad. And you would think that's true, right? Bad. Yeah. They mm -hmm. were okay with the drugs. They were okay with it. Okay. okay. So that was okay. the deal. They didn't need them. Bill knew that they'd be okay to be drugged with quaaludes before he had sex with them. He could see that in their eye that, oh, man, does she ever want me to slip her a Mickey <laughs> so that she passes a, out and I have my way with her? Oh, she wants that? I can it see it. It's real life sitting at home with your uh -huh. wife going, see how that girl on TV is looking at me? Embarrassing. It's it embarrassing. That's, That's real life of yes, that happening. Yes, it is. I mean, uh, bad. Read some of these quotes from him. Oh, from man. The deposition. It's, it's amazing. He talked to the 19-year-old aspiring model who sent him her poem and mm -hmm. ended up on his sofa, where he said she pleasured him with lotion. <laughs> he spoke with casual disregard about ending a relationship with another model so he could pursue other women. Mm -hmm. Moving on was his phrase. He suggested... He was skilled in picking up the nonverbal cues that signal a woman's consent. <laughs> the nonverbal confusion. I mean, it's, it's, okay. it's, 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 mm -hmm. It is a skill. Yeah, oh, it yeah. It is oh, a yeah. skill. Sure Make no mistake. I mean, it's. Sure, it is. When a, a woman is saying no, but she's giving you the cue, oh, yes. That's, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's a skill. It is a skill to see that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, listen, he said, uh, I think I'm a pretty decent reader of people. And their emotions in these romantic sexual things, whatever you want to call them. <laughs> yeah, I, w I want to call whatever them these romantic call sexual them. things. Romantic so sexual things. I always called them that. These romantic sexual. <laughs> I'm skilled things. in picking up the nonverbal cues that signal a woman's consent. <laughs> That's great. Oh man! Through it all, his manner was largely one of casual indifference. Mm -hmm. At one point in the first day of questioning, Dolores. 
M. Troani, the lawyer for the plaintiff in the case, uh, a young woman who worked at Temple University as the basketball manager, mm. uh, seemed struck by Mr. Cosby's jocular manner. I think you're making light of a very, si- very serious situation, she said, in which Mr. Cosby replied, yeah, that very well may be true. <laughs> he that, just didn't care. I don't. He didn't. He, he just didn't did care. Not care. Look, I, he thought he was a you're Teflon. You're making light of it. Eh, thought he was made true. of Teflon. And uh, he was for how many and, years? And he, he was. 80 years old now. Uh, he was for a long time. Um, Mr. Cosby said he gave, uh, he gave her one and a half tablets of Benadryl to relieve stress. They kissed and had sexual contact. Uh, her lawyer said she believed it was a much more powerful drug. Yeah, I can. And I, this is this is the same thing where he had talked about the one and a half Benadryl before. Benadryl, yeah, I, there's no way he gave her Benadryl. I, I just like so. Just so what? It. You could clear up her allergies before you kissed her. I mean, yeah, I didn't like her to have a runny nose before I started making out with the chicks. I mean, there are okay. the, the Benadryls that will make you know make you sleepy or make you groggy or whatever. But but come on, I, not to the point where you're. Out of your skull, right? And giving in to not something that I'm you don't aware want to of. give in to. Yeah, not that I'm aware of. I mean, I would... I Unless you're would talking about a other different Benadryl than I know Yeah, of. that might, it might be. He might be caught. Mm-hmm. He's calling, he's calling another drug Benadryl. Yes. That's what it Ropinol. is. Ropinol. He's calling Ropinol Benadryl. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Isn't that what they call... Isn't that the rape drug or Roofies. whatever? Roofies. Yeah, Roofies. Yeah. Ropinol, yes. I, I, I don't know. It's... Uh, it's it's sad because we love the guy, and then for another one of these icons to fall like this, and he continues to fall hard. Boy, think of that. I mean, he continues to fall hard. Now, I know, you know, we talked about the wife being uh, by his side and through it all and knowing it all. I think in one of the one of the articles that I read, it talked about his wife not, you know, where he talked about keeping it from his wife, some of the payments, because mm. she was like his business manager or whatever. Yeah. She was part of, you know, right. his work life forever so he would go funnel funds through the agent to pay these people so she wouldn't know so i think that maybe she knew that he was a womanizer and you know had affairs and was okay with that but i don't think she knew it was as bad as it was yeah still you know it's she's interesting to me because um she didn't have to put up with this. And you think, well, okay, maybe they had an arrangement where he's yeah. going to keep her in the lifestyle, and so she just continues to go along with it. She didn't have to do that. She could have half of everything he owns. You know, she could, she could say, get especially out. Especially at one point, especially you're, after a, a certain point. Yeah. yeah I, I Look, mean, you're a scumbag, and I'm divorcing you, and I'm taking half of everything you have. Okay. Well, and then go and find somebody who's going to treat you a heck of a lot better than Bill Cosby. He would have fallen Grace a lot sooner than now, man. Yeah. Wow. So her part in this is confusing to me. I don't fully comprehend. I'm not sure. I mean, they talk about her being, you know, like, uh, you know, like an animal backed into a corner where she's everybody's saying Bill's bad, Bill's bad, Bill's bad. So she's like, No, he's not. He's my husband. Sure. And we knew about it. It's okay. Yeah. But you're right. I mean, that's a pretty convincing argument to say, you know, quite Get a while ago, she could have said, look, uh, yeah. dirtbag. Yes. I know. Get out. Yeah. Get out. And, you know, while she loves him, uh, well, okay, but he's treating her like garbage. Does he love her? Doesn't seem like it. And I'm sure he makes that excuse that it doesn't mean that he doesn't love her, that he right. had sex with hundreds of women uh, over the years. I mean, it's crazy. And then wouldn't. Wouldn't the rape allegations start to creep into your mind when now you see all the evidence coming out? Wouldn't you start to think, wow, 
I don't even know this guy. I mean, I knew he was cheating on me, but if he's raping women too, those doubts would uh, have to creep in there. Pretty weighs way pretty heavy, even if it's not true. Yeah. I mean, uh, there's no yep. question that she would have to think, wow, you're right. I don't yeah. even know you. Triple eight seven two seven back more. Pat and Stu with Jeffy coming up in a second. Ugly. Yeah, it's a sad story. It sure is. Very sad. adventure oh we have 50 pieces of old-fashioned beach etiquette that you should remember this summer okay it's important yes and there's a a picture of a beach right there you see it (laughs) see it you could be sitting in that chair looking at the ocean on a really nice sandy beach with a uh, tropical looking tree right next to you maybe some palm it looks nice right now to be honest with you all right number one it's classy to keep the beach clean an abundance of trash cans and recycle bins don't always lead to cleaner public spaces they're only as effective as the people who use Uh, them. right okay uh stretching back columnists have have said this as far back as the 1930s just put it in the trash oh yes listen don't entertain yourself by throwing sand Okay. No, hey, no one That's likes. Good. No, no one likes it when sunbathing is interrupted by a pile of sand to the face, Mm-mm. or a tennis ball to the back of the head. Nope. Or a frisbee to the groin. Nuh-uh. Or a kid's shovel to the shin. Not good either. Well, there's nothing wrong with getting active by the shore. Mm-hmm. Keep away from other people. Okay. And this advice from 70 years ago is just as relevant today. Make sure your kids don't find their day's entertainment tossing sand. Good advice. Or shovels to the groin of other people or frisbees to the head. Good advice. Uh, number three, keep the noise down no matter where it's coming from. Decades ago, blasting portable radios was a major beach no-no. Now the problem comes from cell phone speakers. I hate cell phones. Keep your headphones in or your music turned down low enough so only you and your friends can hear it. Is that possible? Mm, really? Probably not. Probably not. But do no. it anyway. No, probably not. And are you really taking your cell phone to the beach? Uh, no, full of sand? I'm not, no. frankly. I'm not. No. Hey, you, need the, you need the boombox. Why are you taking your cell phone to the beach? Really? I mean, I guess you to could lay read? there and have and put headphones in and listen to it. Uh, but you're going to get sand in it. Yeah, that's it's going to be nasty. Yeah, that's bad. Mm-hmm. You can get the new little plastic bag containers though that they have that keep the sand out. Oh. Million-dollar idea. That's a million-dollar idea. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Keep your picnic food simple. Yes. Sure, a fancy picnic basket may look like a good idea in the store, but the best picnics are inexpensive and feature basic refreshments. I disagree the with The less that. spent on a picnic, mm-hmm. a columnist advised in 1911, mm-hmm. the better. Yeah, I disagree. By this, I mean mm-hmm. keep it a picnic. No. Save your elaborate salads for the next dinner party. Oh, save salads for, uh, you know, rabbits. Another lifetime? Another lifetime of rabbits. I I want steak or pheasant under glass. That's what I want on my picnic. Okay, so bring that. Serve that. 
uh, I'm going to be you happy. Know, but what about just a simple bologna sandwich no, and thank some you. chips? No, thank uh, you. I want a ribeye steak or maybe some pheasant under glass. Okay. A little uh, smoked turkey, uh, <laughs> on white bread. No, that's not Maybe adequate. some mustard. Doesn't work for me, no. Uh, don't be mean to fake tanners. Tanning products have certainly improved over the last hundred years, but in the uh, trend's early days, women used tea bags to give themselves that natural glow. Unlike some of the fake tanning products of today, these homemade remedies weren't waterproof. Oh, oh boy. Old etiquette guides advise beachgoers not to dwell on fellow swimmers' diminishing uh, bronze <laughs> tones. Or that orange kind of look you can get from some of those things, like the copper tone products. That's a good look. Or the streaking that can happen down legs. That's a really How, good look. Who among us hasn't had oh, that? Come on. come on. Come on now. Don't test out whether or not someone is using fake tanning either. Don't do it. By what? Splashing them with water? or One 1910 article on beach etiquette instructed people to avoid the temptation to dunk a woman's <laughs> head in the water. To see if she pl applied fake tanner. Okay, yeah, I probably wouldn't do that uh, under <laughs> any circumstances. Okay. Is that guy shoving that lady's head in the water? <laughs> yeah, just testing out a fake tan. Don't worry about it, anybody. Oh, okay. Don't worry no, about right, it. Right, no Nothing problem. to see here. Bill Move along. Bill Cosby, is that you? Did they have fake tanning products in 1910? <laughs> That's amazing. No, this is a, some guy got caught putting a lady's head underwater and yeah. said, I think she's using fake tan stuff. Here's some good advice. Fill in the holes. Wait, what? Uh, that's actually a good point. No matter where point. you're at, kids, take that with you. If you're digging a hole in the sand, make sure to fill it back oh. up before you leave to prevent anyone from falling in and getting hurt. Yes. You should do this regardless of how deep you dig, even though an original law written in California in 1966 said only uh, that a hole only had to be covered. It was more than two feet deep. Wow. Wow. Okay, so good safety tip there. <laughs> That's a really good safety That's tip. A good safety <clears throat> tip. Cover up or pay the price. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Man, living mm -hmm. in Florida for a long time, this is a good advice. Cover up or pay the price. Dress codes go out the window when you're on the beach, but when you're walking to and from your sandy destination, keep your shirt on. In Palm Beach, Florida, in 1936, a man would be fined $2.50 for not wearing a top with his swim trunks. That was probably a fairly steep uh, fine. At two fifty and 36 Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, a, that's probably like 10 times. You'd be $25, maybe more oh, than that. Oh, maybe more. Maybe Today, more. walking to a beach like that, they'd fine you 100 bucks before you yeah. turn around. Yeah. Even if modesty isn't an issue for you, it's still a good practice to protect yourself from the sun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, you know, every... Everybody tells you, every skin doctor will tell you, you know what, you know what is a good tan, Pat? No, no tan. tan. No tan at all. Yeah. Uh, number nine, kids should behave on the beach uh, and on the way to the beach. Vacationing with children is hard. Loud kids and exhausted travelers have never mixed. Thankfully, these days it's easier to keep them occupied. Early etiquette books suggested, though, that you make kids sit silently on the beach. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that'd be easy to do. Oh, my easy gosh. Oh hey, my kids, gosh. sit there and shut up. I don't want to hear a sound out of you. We're going to the beach. Shut up back there. We're going to the beach, and the first one that gets sandy gets sent home. Pretend like you're in church. Just sit That's there. it. Yeah. You uh, remember back when uh, I was uh, growing up, back in the early 1800s? Aughts. They, uh, they had, uh, there was a thing, there were people had a, the myth of that you couldn't swim for what was it like 30 minutes or an hour after you minutes. ate mm -hmm. and i had an aunt that believed in that wholeheartedly yeah there were some people who really and thought we would fight 
man, you will sit on, you will sit here on this beach until that forty-five minutes is up, and that's the way it is. <laughs> so stupid. Oh my! You got to be so kidding. even then. I'm like, are you kidding me? I know. Come on. Even then, everybody knew it was just a wives' tale, and we used except, to joke about it. Except for, my for your aunt, aunt Jean. She's still alive. No. Did you kill her for this reason? I can't comment on that. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, tip number 10. Don't be the last one at the beach party. Well, this is a valuable piece of 19th century etiquette. Advises party guests to hit the bricks when the hosts say they're ready to go to bed. It's hard, it's hard to stay friends with the person who's still at your house the morning after you said goodnight. That's for sure. Yes. And leave the party early if your date has had enough. Now, this is a, a tip for that Bill Cosby should have lived by. <laughs> Uh, early guides advise that if you're attending a, be- a beach party with a date or a friend, keep an eye on their mood. If he or she starts See? losing energy or appears grumpy, roll up your towels, slip on your sandals, and head on out. Oh, Get out before See? she gets drunk. Okay? Yes, you don't want you don't anything want embarrassing happening. No. Not at all. That's right. Listen, and if you're having the party, don't send last-minute invites. A perfect 19th-century beach barbecue host would send out invitations eight to ten days in advance instead of giving everyone a few days or hours of notice. Sending out the invites earlier makes it look like you actually want your friends to be there and aren't just scrambling at the last minute to get more people to split the cost of food. <laughs> okay. Wow. Do you ever charge for your beach party? I, I, I don't think I've party. ever done that. You pitch in for the barbecue, of course. <laughs> Never, never really done. I mean, you might ask him to bring something, but you don't say, "Hey, by the way, it's uh, ten bucks a head." Well, when did that begin? Or well, when that did doesn't that end? count as a beach party. Uh, does it? I mean, uh, that's, no. that's just like a, a bash or something, right? It wouldn't be I right. Don't know. Also, uh, the last few: keep your youthful energy away from uh, older folks because no. they get pissed. Don't comment on <laughs> swimwear choices. <laughs> And don't pretend to drown. Oh, good safety. Well, those are that's fun to do. Yeah, those are fun. That's that is fun. fun. <laughs> I ever tell you the story about the boy who cried wolf? <laughs> and then when they swim out, then you can actually push them down and uh, pretend like you're panicking. Oh, that's funny. Oh yeah, that... that's funny, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all so right. much fun. At the beach, doing you know that. what I've been fascinated with lately is this uh, exploring we've we've been doing in outer space, like uh, to the ends of the solar system, with what do they call it? New Horizons? New Horizons. New Horizon uh, probe that we sent out nine years ago. We launched this thing. It finally got to Pluto last week, and it's taken some amazing photos. And so they're finding out some pretty mind blowing things about Pluto, which was downgraded from a planet. To a uh, dwarf planet, and there's a look at it close up, right? I there. can't do that. It's still a planet. Look at me. that. I, to me too. I yeah, I've never downgraded Pluto. I'm not going to downgrade to dwarf planet. No, that's come on. It's just mean. Next, nobody they'll, wa- call, nobody it wants a, to be they'll a dwarf. call it a midget planet, and yeah, that's, wants we to be all a dwarf. know that's wrong. Yes. Oh, look at they they added some color to it, and that's what it looks like with the uh, with the color photo. That's kind of cool. That is cool. That is something. Um, so it looked like a fuzzy blob. Even from our best tele- telescopes, because 3.6 billion miles away. It's a little ways. It's a, it's a hike. It's a tad. It's a, I might it's need a, a little bit stronger reading glasses to see it. Yes. You know, just a little tad. And it's often referred to as just an icy orb, um, but they've found out it's pretty much full of surprises. Um, huh? According to Alan Stern, who's one of the investigators taking a look at these photos, he's completely surprised. 
The first photos show uh, after this probe traveled more than 3.6 billion miles. Wow. And they're just 7,700 miles from the surface now. That's amazing. That is really cool. Um, so the new image shows crisp, clear views of Pluto's surface. It's covered with, a wide, with wide, smooth areas, lumpy terrain, and huge mountains. Wow, they said it would stand up respectively against the Rocky Mountains. Wow. That's pretty amazing. That's pretty big. Yeah, those are big mountains. The height of the mountains is important because it's a clue that there may be water on Pluto. Uh, scientists know that Pluto's surface is covered with nitrogen ice, methane ice, and carbon monoxide ice. But you can't make mountains out of that stuff because it's too soft. So they're seeing these massive mountains and they're thinking, well, that's got to be water ice. It's got to be water that moves it, yeah. So that. that's H2O stuff like we have here on Earth. So we have to go mine Pluto now for water, bring it back. Yeah. It only takes well, that'll uh, be the next thing, nine just years nine to get years. There, so. To get there, a few years to set up the... Mm -hmm. Set up the ships to move the water, and then nine more years to bring it back. So we're only looking at 25 years. According to Stern, though, the uh, steep topography means that the bedrock that makes these mountains must be made of H2O. We can be very sure nice. that the water is there in great abundance. And he calls it mind-blowing. Well, that's really kind of cool. That's really cool. We just have to find out a way to get there in less than nine years. Yeah, well, they they just came up with this uh, new propulsion. Um, I'm trying to think who came up with this. Was it the, uh, it might have even been, uh, what's his face? Um, yeah. uh, you know, the Tesla guy, yeah. um, but whose name I can't think of right now for some reason. Um, but they came up with some, Elon Musk, they came up with some kind of propulsion. You have to be in space to use it. So you're pushed into space, but then you got this new propellant, that gets us to Mars in uh, not in six months, but in five weeks. And I forget still, what. Still, though. Still, that's amazing. And if you can get to there in five weeks and you can cut that trip by one fifth, cutting the trip to Pluto by one fifth would be pretty amazing. By, and hopefully by that time, you'd be able to have a propulsion system that would you know, be better. Yeah. So they're yeah. saying uh, if you get in space, then you could use the new propulsion system, which would shoot you faster. Yes. Okay. I know. I know. I say let's use it, but sadly, NASA is now largely a uh, climate change agency. Yeah, but I mean, so. other countries are leading the world in <laughs> yes, space they, travel, yeah, so right. we could give it to them. Yeah, exactly. We'll let Europe do it. Triple eight seven two seven back. More patents too. It's Jeffy. That actually ticks me off. Oh, yeah, that really makes me mad. When India is doing things Come in on. space that we're not doing, we're buying seats on a space shuttle. Come on. Shut up. Bum and ride for hitchhiking from the right. space station with the Russians. Hey, Today featuring uh, Jeff Eakins, Stu's in for uh, Glenn on TV tonight. Uh, that's kind of interesting. There's a hacker or hackers that have hacked into the Ashley Madison website. Now, that is a website where, that encourages you to, uh, well, life is short, cheat on your spouse or something like that, right? Yes. It's a cheating website, and there's a little well, peek at it. So it's, it's a website that 
helps people enjoy their life more than they (laughs) might enjoy it prior to them joining the site. And it's as seen on Hannity, Howard Stern, Time, Business Week, Sports Illustrated, Maxim USA Today. Now, I'm guessing Hannity has probably spoken of it, but I I mean, surely he doesn't accept uh, advertising from Ashley. That might be one of the side ads, too. You know that? Yeah, maybe. The Blaze is pretty darn tough and tight about those. Yeah, but um, if you use an agency that puts things right. on there, sometimes it's really hard to right. really hard to get rid of. But Ashley Madison, the site that encourages people to cheat on their spouse, has thirty-seven million members. Thirty-seven million members. That is unreal, isn't it? It is. Now, I just want to go on record as saying that there might be a couple. Jeff Fishers? Jeff Fisher is such a common name. A couple that might be the same person. And they find some Jeff Fisher from Fort Worth, Texas. That's not necessarily (laughs) this Jeff Fisher. Plus, it could be anybody. They're threatening to throw out (laughs) fantasies and all that stuff. You don't put real fantasies on a site like that. Just make them up. Come on. Make them up. And if it happens to be a job fisher at your specific address <laughs> with your specific fantasies that you've told your wife of what? numerous times, that doesn't mean it's you. Did right? I tell you that my bank was hacked? <laughs> yeah, you did. Did I tell you that my bank was hacked? Uh, they got all my information, uh-huh. and then the same people, the impact team, the mm-hmm. hacker or mm-hmm. hackers that hacked have Ashley now Madison, hacked into the Ashley Madison, Madison site. So they got both. So they have threatened. Bastards. They have they have threatened Avid Life Media, which I guess is the is the Canadian parent company, that they're going to disclose the, they're going to release the names, the real names of all these people online. Profiles, nude photos, credit card details. Sexual fantasies, all of that stuff. Uh, If Ashley Madison doesn't shut down their website, is that their demand? Yeah, and they demanded the closure of another of uh, Avid Life Media's uh, sites, Sugar Established Men. The Sugar Daddy site, Established Men, and Cougar Life. Actually, they didn't target Cougar Life, which caters for women members looking for a, quote, young stud. Uh, That's the one they did not uh, target. So they're okay with the women seeking younger men, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) I I mean, yeah, maybe then the impact uh, team is a female. Um, okay with it. Ashley Good. Madison has has been planning to raise up to two hundred million through an uh, initial public offering on the London Stock Exchange. Right. Now, this breach comes about two months after the uh, the dating site Adult Friend Finder was compromised. That site has an <laughs> estimated sixty four million members. Look, people Oof. are lonely, Pat. Jeez, people are lonely. Yeah, well, with Ashley Madison, you're talking about people who are married. Why are they lonely? Because you. You haven't been. You haven't ever been uh, alone in a house with your wife, Pat. Uh, no. Yeah. Well, I've been. My wife and I have been alone without children before, but I haven't been lonely. No, but I mean, you've there. been obviously you've been so. in the same house together, but right. you've been a feeling of being alone, <laughs> not being together. The impact team uh, says that they've taken over Avid Media Systems, including customer databases, source code, financial records, and emails. Wow, could this be bad for some people? Yes. Right? Yes, it will be. If you're cheating on your spouse and you've frequented Ashley Madison, be afraid. Be very afraid. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, what are you going to do? I mean, if you actually were hiding it. 
they they said to Ashley Madison, shutting down Ashley Madison and EM establishment will cost you, but non-compliance will we'll cost you more. more. Because if they expose the names, the records, the emails, the photos of all these people, they're going to be sued into oblivion. I mean, wouldn't millions of people, at least millions out of 37 million, you've got to say a tenth of them are going to sue Ashley Madison for allowing this to happen yeah, well, and hold I mean, that against them. It wasn't like Ashley Madison meant it to happen. It doesn't matter. It's up to Ashley Madison to protect the privacy. They said they would. And they said they, they would. They said right? they would. Look, they probably said, look, we'll protect you 24-7. We didn't mean any time, anywhere. Yeah. Are you crazy? <laughs> not from hackers. 24-7, we'll protect you as long as it's not someone stealing the information. Exactly. Wow, this is a, uh, well, yeah, good luck. Look, and some would say this is what you get. Yeah, right? well, they would. I mean, yeah, they would. I know we don't want to hack the information, and it's bad, and all that stuff, and we don't want it, people inside our heads and inside our accounts, but this is what you get. Mm-hmm. This is what mm-hmm. you get. Think about it. <laughs>